Hey guys, I just hope that you are loving this series as much as I am because I am having a freaking blast. Like I just love it. I love talking about wedding photography and I really wanted this to feel just like a long like coffee date for like basically anyone involved with weddings. So of course brides. So when I started it, it was just geared for Northwest Arkansas brides and like my brides basically. And then I was like, oh no, let's go bigger. And I kept going bigger and bigger because <laughs> I can't stop myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's so freaking fun and I just love talking about wedding photography and I love talking the ins and outs and so if you're a bride I hope this is helping you so much with wedding planning to make you feel like you've got this like it's not that big of a deal like it's of course it's a big deal that's not what I mean but it's not that big of a deal you've got it your photographer's got it like talk to them about what they like what they need and like what you want in your wedding photographs and if you're a wedding photographer I hope this has been so helpful it's almost like kind of like some things we talk about in a mentor session, which I freaking love, right? And if you're like in the wedding industry and you're just like interested in weddings and like hearing from the perspective of a wedding photographer, I hope this is so freaking helpful too because it's just been so fun to put together and I'm just so excited to be on episode seven. So today we're talking about a big one as always and that is family photographs. So I hope you are so ready to hear about how I make family photographs seamless and easy for like all of my couples. No matter how enormous or tiny your family is, I've got you for family photos. I'm just so excited to talk about this because I have a really fun system that I've been doing for probably like six or seven years now and I just freaking love it. And the longer I shoot weddings, the more I love it. Like it is just a fun thing to do. So let's go. We're talking all about family photographs on the wedding day. Like, first off, can you believe there's so much to talk about with weddings? I, like, was going to do a 10-part series, and I was like, oh, like, no one needs to talk about that much with weddings. And then, like, I've literally drafted, like, the outlines for 20 episodes at this point, and I'm like, I have to stop here. Like, 20 episodes is the end because I don't need to provide, like, you know, thousands of hours of content about <laughs> wedding photography, even though I could talk about it for, like, literal decades, I feel like, at this point. And, like, so much of my life has been spent photographing weddings, and I just love it. So, to me, I'm like, oh yeah, here's something else we could talk about. And it's like the most like, like niche part of a wedding <laughs> that like happened twice. You know what I mean? Um, I love it. So let's go. Frequently asked questions about family photos. So for me, I'm going to say this really early is that this episode is a little bit more like the first episodes where a lot of this is going to be a lot about what I do personally. So this, if this sounds like something you might want to do, if you're a wedding photographer, absolutely, this is something you're going to want to adapt to. If you are a wedding like if you're a couple getting married, if you're a bride or groom or um, a wedding vendor, this might be something you want to think about incorporating or talking to your photographer about and see what their thoughts are because this system wakes works fantastic for me. But one thing, if you haven't noticed in this um, podcast series so far, is that I thrive in chaos. Like I literally a month ago had, um, I started writing this series in September and then put a pin on it when I was like, got some feedback that maybe I should make it bigger and kind of waited. And then in that time, I had um, been on a podcast for Etsy sellers. And I was like, that was fun. Like, and I was like, wait, I still have this photography podcast. I'm going to bring it back. Like I was thinking about it. And, um, <laughs> like I have recorded like probably 40 podcast episodes in the past, um, the past 
four weeks. Like I'm talking like just an insane amount of podcasts. So I wrote wrote and like did a whole series about print on demand, which is what I sell on one of my Etsy shops. And um just been fun. I just do outlines and talk. This series is actually the most written because I wrote a bunch of these um, in the summer and I was going to release them September on. So a lot of them like started out as the local ones. This one, because it's something that I personally do, it is really like um, something to keep that in mind that a lot of this is just about how I do family photos today because it's a it's how I approach it. And every photographer is going to do it differently. So if this is something that you're concerned about with your photographer, if you're a bride listening to this, just talk to them about how, like, be like, hey, how can I make family photographs easy for you? And some photographers are going to come back to you and say, oh, I'm good. Someone else is going to say, oh, just get your aunt to call out names. Another photographer is going to say, hey, have a shot list for me. And another photographer is going to have, can you have a shot list for me? And can your aunt go over that for you? So if you're listening to this and you're not one of my brides or not someone I work with, like keep in mind that it's very different for everyone. And this is just how I personally do it in my wedding. So yes, this is how I do it. And even if like someone requests that I don't do it this way, I won't. But 99% of the time, this is how I shoot families. So for me, this is it. This is much more information about me than anyone else. That's again, last time I'm going to say that today. So do you require a shot list? (laughs) Short answer is no. The long answer is no, but this is pretty unconventional compared to traditional wedding photography. When I started photographing weddings in 2011, family photographs totally freaked me out. Back then, and honestly until late 2014, I always used a shot list. I tried this a lot of ways. Sometimes I'd call out the shot list. Sometimes my husband Andrew would read the shot list. Other times a bridesmaid or aunt would read the shot list. No matter what though, something always seemed to be missing or someone was like out somewhere. So as time went on, I came up with my own system. Here's how it goes. Like really, again, if you're a wedding photographer, totally feel free to steal this idea. It has been so freaking great for me. And I've like honestly recommended this to every wedding photographer I've ever mentored in the past six or seven years. Like it's just the best. So not to my own own horn, but it is like a game changer. So (laughs) we start big with family photos, like your biggest requested shot. Sometimes this is a shot of literally everyone at the wedding. Sometimes this is the bride's immediate family and a few grandparents. Other times it's both families together. And from there, we work down. Depending on the wedding, I pick the family that's either the largest or the family with the most young kids. From the big photo, we work our way all the way down to a photo of one partner and their mom. And after that, we start all over again on the partner side. Honestly, it's a breeze. Like, it's just really freaking great. So just like, basically, so if you have a bride and a groom at a wedding, you're going to do, and the bride has a huge family, I'm going to do the bride's family first until it's a photograph of the bride and her mom. And then I'm going to do the groom side until it's a photograph of the groom and his mom. One exception would be if there's like a bunch of little babies in the groom's family and there's no babies in the bride's family. Then I would do the groom's first because there's more kids and kids have shorter waiting time frames. (laughs) especially when they're like two. So I try to do those first. Okay. So what are family photographs with you like during the wedding day? Is it, again, commonly asked question. So pretty much exactly how I described. As you can imagine, shooting this way does take a bit of bossiness on my part. I see this in the most loving way possible, but honestly, family photographs during weddings are always a bit like herding cats. Weddings are exciting. There's people to see, couples to compliment, and grandkids to squeeze. It's an amazing day, and some people haven't seen each other for years. They're gonna wander off and like go talk to Aunt Sally. Why wouldn't they? Well, I know my family photographs can be stressful for the couple, 
They can be for any couple at any wedding because there's a lot of family photographs. My goal when shooting these portraits is to make it as painless and carefree as possible. It is going to be fun, I promise. And also guys, one thing that like we talk about this um, with my wedding clients and everyone is like kind of, well, kind of like, um, like, <laughs> their own vibe on this, but I stopped like trying to make everyone look at me and that's going to sound kind of funny, but, um, I'll, you know what? I'll just talk about that a little bit more in a second. We'll get there. We'll go back in a second. So, okay. One thing that can make photographs stressful for families is like, they'll be like, I might not want every single fit person in my family in this photograph for X, Y, and Z re reason. Is that okay? And to that, I say, absolutely, that is totally okay and even expected on my part. This is why this is, system is so good. Again, if you are a wedding photographer, guys, this is a game changer. When I photograph family portraits off a of family shot list, it can sometimes be awkward to tell a family member's new boyfriend or an estranged family member to step out of the photograph. And like, you could just get the, the vibes would be kind of weird, right? With the system I use now, though, it's not a big deal at all. Because we're dwindling down the photographs by each group, it makes sense to remove a family member or close friend when going from a large group to a small group. Also, keep in mind, when I'm shooting, I am super cheerful, even if a little bossy, while I do this. I'll make lots of jokes as we shoot and during transition times, I'll quick, quietly check in with a couple to make sure we haven't missed anyone and we've gotten every photo they want. And if we miss someone, we'll grab that photo at their reception. It's not a big deal. Keep in mind, family photographs are so important and such a wonderful keepsite at the wedding, but sometimes it's best to just get the shot and move on. This is what I was going to say. We'll talk about this a little bit more in a minute. I don't mean this as a cop-out. I mean this in the sense that if Uncle Fred won't step to the right so I can see his face better, I'll ask once or twice and then take the photo if he will not budge. This keeps the energy bright, upbeat, and moving. And if Uncle Stan wanders off in search of Aunt Lillian for the big group photo, we'll tap, typically grab some small photos as we wait for them to get back. I really believe in flexibility in weddings. We have a plan, and once the wedding's in full swing, we'll adjust that plan as needed. I love that. So again, if you are a new photographer, keep in mind that flexibility is important, and you're going to learn that more and more as you shoot weddings. If you are a bride, remember that, or a groom, remember that weddings need flexibility as well. So what I like to tell my clients is that I will make the timeline, I love a good timeline, and then I tell them to forget about it on the wedding day. That I will remember it and they just have a good time. Um, and of course, if there's a planner, things like that, they're doing it too. We have a plan. And once the wedding's in full swing, we'll adjust the plan as needed. I feel like that is the most like relaxing way to photograph a wedding and just staying on it. Like I'll have, I like to put the timeline as a lot of photographers do now on their, my phone screen or like your Apple watch. You can do that and just, like go through it. And it's really freaking great to do that and have that flexibility. And also like like, I love more casual family photographs, too. Like, that fits my vibe. I love it. I love to get a good family photograph. They're bright and they're cheerful. But my favorite ones from family photographs are, like, those outtakes of, like, you know, a bride and her grandma hugging and laughing because, like, she's married, getting married. Like, it's a big day. It's exciting, right? It's so fun. Guys, when I say it's not a big deal, all I mean saying by that is like, it's okay. You're going to get through it. Your photographer's got it. This is why, again, when you're finding your photographer, like way back in one of the first episodes, we talked about finding the right vendors for you. And this is why it's good to connect with them. Again, you don't have to have a best friend, but why you have to like connect with them because you can have these kinds of conversations and know how they shoot. And if you're a 
going to, if you're hiring a good photographer, they will be open with you and let you know how they go about the wedding day. So love that. It's so great. So my family is huge. How can we make photos painless? I see you. As someone with five siblings and an enormous amount of extended family, I get you. Actually, now that I'm like doing this post, I think my experience with big families like absolutely plays into this approach. Going big and narrowing down gives us a controlled sort of chaos. And as a photographer, I really thrive in controlled chaos. However, I'm 100% there with you when it comes to making photos painless. And to do this, I have real simple solutions. First, if family photographs are uh, like family photographs um, are before the wedding, tell all of your family members that the family photographs are 15 to 20 minutes before their scheduled start time. Have family members that are chronically late, tell them the start time is 30 minutes before they're supposed to be there. While there's no way to guarantee everyone will arrive on time, this really helps because they're there and they might get a little frustrated sometimes <laughs> that like the way the pictures are a little bit later than they think. But weddings run late all the time, like timelines are different. And so that's why I think it's totally fine to tell them 15 to 20 minutes before the actual time they're supposed to start. It works great. Second, doing family photographs after the ceremony. Awesome. At the end of the ceremony, after the first kiss, after the walk down the aisle, etc., have your officiant announce that all family members need to stay at the ceremony spot for family photographs. Want to make this even more seamless? Assign a fave aunt or uncle from each side of the family and have them catch anyone who tries to leave during the photographs. And remember, family photographs are totally controlled chaos. It's going to be a little crazy and you're going to get hugged nonstop. And even on the most seamless flow, you're going to wonder when the photos will be done. And your face is going to hurt. Like it's going to hurt from smiling nonstop. That's totally normal. I've got you. If you're not my bride, your photographer's got you. And again, this is why it's so important to um, book vendors who you like, like their vibe with. Like that is something that's so important because they're going to be the ones taking the photographs. And that's amazing. Like, isn't that so great that we can hire like photographers and people who can like help like manage kind of the mood a little bit. I love that. And every, every bride is different. Like I'm high energy. I love having fun and like, just like having a good time. And that's not the best fit for everyone out there. Some people want people, cause even though I'm a mom and like older, um, than most of my brides at this point, which is crazy. Cause I was younger than most of my brides when I started. Um, <laughs> what's so fun about it is like, I have that, like, I like I'm peppy. Like I like to have fun. I like that. Um, other brides want someone who's soothing and I'm not, I can soothe. Don't get me wrong. Of course I'm a mom, but like in when I'm shooting, that's not usually my, the first part of my personality. Like I'm much more peppy and I'm not like super soothy. And of course I'm going to soothe someone if there's a problem and I'm going to help them with that. But <laughs> like, that's not my main personality trait. And someone else will need that as their main personality trait for their photographer. And that's why it's so great that there's so many photographers. And that's why I don't believe in things like oversaturation, because there is always going to be the right fit for you out there. You just have to put yourself out enough until they find you. I know, I know, I know. And if you're looking for a photographer, you have to just keep looking until you find the right one. Okay, so one more thought about families being huge. And just like in general about family photographs, because this is a fun one. I love it. I love photo. Like I know lots of photographers don't like it, but I find so much joy in it because like there's so many personalities going on. And I love when you have like the like half drunk uncle, like bear hugging his like his nephew that he hasn't seen in like 10 years. It's so funny. Like there's so many dynamics going on in it and I just love it. It's so fun. Okay. So 
my family is huge. <laughs> How can we make photographs painless again? I already said that. I accidentally read the same thing over for my headlines. So one last thought on this though, with having a huge family. If you want Aunt Sally out of a family photo, I am not afraid to pull her out. <laughs> if you want family photographs to speed up, I will amp up my bossiness. If someone wants to adjust your train, but it looks totally fine, I'll tell them you look perfect. <laughs> when I can't control people's faces during huge group shoots and I won't totally bully someone to move if they don't want to. I am absolutely there to stand up for the thing you want in your photos. And your photographer will be too. Again, as I told you, this one is much more geared towards what I do because it's something that is a process for each photographer. This is your wedding and your wedding day. If you're a photographer, this is your couple's wedding and their wedding day. I'm here to take awesome photographs and help you have the most relaxed day possible. So, when it comes to family photos, don't even worry about them. I've still got you and I'll keep getting it. <laughs> I love it. This is such a fun episode. I hope it was helpful because I know that family photographs can be a bit of a um, stressor for a lot of people of like, how do we get them? But guys, just like chill, like have fun with it and let the day go as it go as it can. Someone's going to run late. Someone's going to not look at the camera and like your photographer is going to have to be a little bossy. And that's just, that's just the vibe with wedding photography. Okay. I hope this was helpful and I'll talk to y'all next week. Bye guys. Ooh.